Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound... Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Come on, Bobby. Bobby Bones. Transmitting across America. Let's go. Welcome to Thursday Show. Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. Okay, we're all here. We bounced back. I'm getting better from my illness. Amy's getting better from her illness. Lunchbox's eye still swollen. <laughs> I don't know, man. That's the update. I don't know, dude. Anyway, let's go around the room. He's the dad of four boys who keep him on his toes, and he always wears a hat wherever he goes. Eddie, everybody. Hey. Guys, this was crazy. I was out to dinner. Me, my wife, another couple. We're sitting there, and there's a table right next to us. I mean, I can probably touch the people. They're that close. And there, they pay their bill, and then they get up, and the guy... One of the guys comes up to me and taps me on the shoulder. He's like, hey, man, uh, sorry. Sorry to bother you, but are you famous? And I was like, what? Like, what are you talking about? I, I don't know, man. You just look famous. Like, are, are you famous? I go, no, no, dude. No, no, no. I'm not famous. Okay. Wow. I just wanted to check. And I, I, was, so I was wearing my Raging Idiots hat. You know, I never do that, but it was like a nice place. I'm like, oh, let me wear my hat a little bit. I had a nice shirt. Nice. Dude. By the way, Eddie's Raging Idiots hat is from our band. It's just a nice... Fedora. Fedora. Oh, hat. I thought he meant a hat that said Raging Idiots. No, 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 no. I wanted to say that, too. It's, it's a you. fedora, yes. But I guess when I wear that hat, I kind of look like a celebrity. Lunchbox, you rolled your eyes when he started telling the story. Yeah. Eddie, it's someone trolling you, dude. No, 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 he really wasn't. No, he yeah. truly said that, I don't know, man, you just look famous. Are, are you, you sure he didn't know you from the show? Exactly. He just didn't want to that, come up and be like, hey, are you Eddie from the Bobby Bones? 100% what we're already doing. talking, why can't he just bring that up? Because he's waiting for you to say, yes, I'm Eddie. Do you think the- you look famous? I don't. I don't, but now... Were you this- wearing sunglasses at dinner? No, no, no. But I'm thinking, like, Lunchbox always wants to be known as a celebrity. Maybe you should start wearing a hat out. Like a dress hat, though. Yeah. Stop. And it was CMA Fest, so maybe he thought, you know, like, oh, there's a lot of okay, stars out. a lot of tourists looking for anybody that could possibly be famous. Dude, that, how cool is that? That I don't know how or what makes me look like a celebrity, but I look like a celebrity. Probably your chisel good looks, if I'm being honest, buddy. <laughs> All right, moving on. We just learned that he's been on his friend Oscar's phone bill, and hopefully Oscar still has a job still. <laughs> Funny. There he is. Lunchbox. 
peeing sitting down is not for me, guys. You tried it? I tried it for a week. It's cleaner. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't feel any cleaner. I don't feel dirty when I pee at the urinal. But we had that story about the doctor saying, oh, it's better for you. Well, I sit down to pee. And first of all, I think it's just a doctor trying to make us look bad. I don't feel empty when I go pee when I sit down. Like, I, I get up and I'm like, it still feels like there's some pee left. Mm. And so I got to sit back down and I, I don't know. It's just weird. And then I just feel like people are judging me, like, even though they can't Nobody's see. Nobody's looking at you. Nobody even knows. I know because I'm in my house doing it. Yeah. And I'm like, man, if anybody knew about this, they'd be like, oh my gosh, you're such a fool. Do you squatty potty when you pee? Yeah, I squatty you potty. You squatty potty? Yeah, absolutely. You put your feet up on that thing, Amy. I know, but yeah. I'm like, is that okay? The yeah, doctor was- said if you sit to pee, it does a couple things. One, it removes more pee and two it's cleaner <laughs> i can't believe he did it for a week i did it for a week man i was like i'm, I'm gonna proud do, of you for trying i'm gonna do it on the slide not gonna make a big deal of this slide. and then i just like Growth. it feels weird well you tried and that's all that matters yeah so i'm gonna be i'm, I'm back to standing thank you for that update. yeah that's i'm, I'm a <laughs> pee standing up from here on out doc there you go uh, moving on, she hosts Four Things with Amy Brown, a podcast that promotes joy, gratitude, and self-care. And she also went 11 days without washing her hair. Here she is, Amy. Okay, I have this one thing that could change Lunchbox's life forever. Whoa. And it's called the Silva Method. Now, I've been watching a lot of YouTube lately, and I swear every other ad that I get is about the Silva Method. And it's a, a mind control thing. And, and in the ad, I skipped through it, but, but basically... You skipped through it. Okay, okay. That, that, that's the end of that. But it starts off with the man talking about the contest queen. This woman, she's real. I googled her. She has a Wikipedia page. And sure enough, she's known as the contest queen. Widely known. She's won all kinds of items. She's won trips all over the world. She even won a house. Okay. Her philosophy is believe you can and you will well he does that yeah. he does not believe he are you can. gonna win the lottery yes 100 why do you think i play you know but then he 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 cancels that out with his negativity huh so what are you saying i'm saying he should research the silva method and see if he adopts whatever it is that they have to offer because it's a thing i mean it's clearly they have a lot of money they advertise on youtube every other video and you have all this extra time now since you're still standing up to pee right that you were dedicated to sitting down to that's pee. true yeah so look up the silva method and let's see if you win stuff yes okay silva but you have to take it seriously though no i already take it i already have so much positive energy when i go to buy lottery tickets and i gamble he makes people uh, kiss him he makes the gas that's people true. Kiss him yeah like I, so i have the positive energy yeah it just hadn't happened yet yeah but then anytime bobby wins you get all angry yeah, you'd be happy for everybody. Well, yeah, no, I, that's not the Silva method. No. Oh, you don't know the Silva method. <laughs> okay, finally, Ray, go. From Mount Pine, Arkansas, he hosts the Bobby Cast, and he refuses to finish last. Bobby Bone. Thank you very much. Hey, so in Vegas, if you remember correctly, from the officer's body cam, you see something in the sky fall out of the air. This couple calls 911, and they're like, there's something in my yard. And it's like nine foot tall, and it kind of looked like an alien. And so from that falling to that spot-ish to the alien that we saw in the backyard on the video, there has been an update in the story because you know I'm fascinated with this stuff. Come on. Homeland Security went to that house because they were like, we don't think this is a joke. Homeland Security went to that house and they installed all of these cameras there just in case aliens or people looking for the aliens show up to that house. Yeah, because in E.T., they come back looking for E.T. Yes, yes, yes. So I get it. So tell me that if 
the Department of Homeland Security shows up and wants to install cameras outside of your house to look around, that that's not something that gives it a bit of credibility. They can't take the risk that it doesn't. You know what I mean? Like a cop, if you somebody calls the cops and yeah. say, hey, come over here and check this out, they're not going to be like, eh, I don't believe you. I'm not no, doing no, they've that. already checked it out, though. They've already been there. But they went back again and put these cameras up. Yeah, probably because these people were harassing them, going like, no, really, there was something there. Fine, we'll make you feel better. We'll put cameras up. Just leave us alone. That is not the case. I saw the footage of that thing, dude. That's not, I mean, that's that's not real. Hey, right. That's what I said, Eddie. Right? You saw <laughs> it. Not, hey. So they, they got it on video? Yeah. yeah. So they said. Hey. <laughs> You're crazy. The guy, did you ever hear the 911 call? Where you gone? She was gone. Um, when we played the 911 call, the guy? Yeah, I don't sure? think she heard that. Well, anyway, he calls like, there's a nine-foot object, and you see the alien turning his head back and forth. And they said, I think, we think it's an alien. Yeah. Yeah. And now that Homeland Security is there, so... What more proof do you need? Right. I need the footage from their new cameras. Yes. That's what I need to see. Then you shall get it. Oh, there's an alien in Vegas. That's crazy. I, hey, what's crazy is I bet you it never goes back to that house. I bet you. I wouldn't. Shocking. If I robbed a house, I wouldn't go back to it. And the aliens have the same mentality? Yeah. Probably even better. Oh, They can yeah. probably predict the future. Okay, anyway, you guys can hate my stories. I just wanted to update you on that. The Homeland Security got involved. Did y'all... Oh, never mind. I'll ask you After? After? Like off the air? Well, that's awkward. Well, yeah. No, because you said Vegas is there. I didn't hear that part. So I didn't know if y'all... Did you air Stevenson's latest show? No, we haven't. Because he has information for you. The Alien? Stevenson show. He has one about UFOs. We were going to play it, but then Amy got sick. Do you want to play it now? I don't care when you want to play fits it. fits right here. Okay. Ready? you have the Stevenson show ready? This is Amy's son, Stevenson, who wants to do shows. And this one's about UFOs. Go ahead. The Stevenson. Stevenson. Radio show. Today we're talking about UFOs. I watch encounter stories on YouTube told by the people who were there and I maybe believe them. Like the 60 kids in South Africa, they all saw the same thing while at school. Here's a clip from BBC. They had big black eyes. That's all I saw. I saw a glimpse. They kind of turned around and stared and then went back into a kind of like ship. That happened in Africa. But fun fact, 92% of UFO sightings take place in America. So keep your eyes open, people. Open people. <laughs> the Stevenson. Stevenson. Radio Show. It's getting better, I'll be honest with you. Yeah, fact, it sounds he's good. getting better and it's about a topic I want to hear about. Of course. I didn't know 92% of the sightings happened in America. Don't even care if it's true, yeah, but I'm in. We love, like, social media. <laughs> no, this <laughs> is all the force. We're all drunk. We drink a lot. Drunk. <laughs> Time to open up the mailbag. Let's go. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello, Bobby Bones. When my husband and I started our family, I put my career on hold to be home with the kids. Once they were both in school, I went back to work. Then the pandemic happened and my husband was laid off. It worked out pretty well because I made enough now to support us. And he was able to be home with the kids when they were out of school. When they went back, he started looking for a job and immediately stopped doing housework. He still hasn't found a job yet, and he thinks looking for a job is a full-time job, so he should only have to do half the chores at home. I disagree and think he should do more chores since he's at the house all day. What do you think? Signed, wife who works. So he doesn't want to do the chores anymore, even though he's looking for a job is not a full-time job. He's job hunting. Yes, and if she's gone all day, and you're home more, you should do more of the at-home work. First of all, I'd like to say this. 
When people say marriage is 50-50, that's bull crap. It's 80-20 in some places. It's 10-90 in another. It's 45-55 in some. That's right. It's never. What I've learned is it's never actually 50-50. Hopefully, your net at the end ends up being close to equal with everything given over time. But it's never that. And I think you're in the right wife who works because he would hold you to that standard if it were the other way around. If you're home more, you should be doing more of the work at home. I don't care if it's a husband or the wife. I don't care if it's 1920s mind think or 2023 mind think. You're home more. You do more of the homework. You're not in the wrong. Amy? Yeah, so this is the advice I gave at Bobby and Caitlin's rehearsal dinner, and I got it from Brene Brown, and Bobby's absolutely right. Every day is going to be different, every month, every season. This is a season that y'all are in where he's looking for a job, and the percentage is not going to be the same, and he needs to pick up the slack with the housework because right. you are working a full-time job. It's the season of bro, do the free yeah. housework. And it could be that, hey, like there's a day where you're like, you've got off, and then he's out all hunting. Okay, well, so then that's a day where the percentage may fall to you a little bit more. Lunchbox? Listen, man, it is stressful to find a job. There's a lot of pressure, so he doesn't have time to cook, to clean, to do the laundry, whatever you want him to do. Let the guy find a job and then work it out. But who's going to do the housework then? Uh, hello? She has, <laughs> she, she knows what the pressure is. She already has a job, so she can come no, home no, and... No, but who's going to do the housework? He's saying she is. She. I'm waiting for him to say that, though, specifically. <laughs> she never, can so do She it. works all day, then does the housework, even though he's home mo- most of the day. Yes, because you have to understand the pressure he feels to find a job is overwhelming. And so you don't want to put more on his plate. The it's, burden is real. If you don't like it, quit your job and make sure the house is oh, clean. So then they, oh, what? Wow, 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 then wow. neither one of them have a job. Okay. Yes. Amy and I say, you're in the right. He should do more housework if he's at home more. Yes. Yes. Like, what? The, the sad part is when Lunchbox says that, I feel like there, it, there's a lot of households that run that way. I mean, the women just end up doing more of it, even if they work. And Why is that sucks. sad? It's sad because men need to step up. Like, since their childhood, they've had somewhere in their deep subconscious that, like, oh, I don't have to do it. The oh, yeah. My dad do didn't do crap. Right. Ever. Did, did so they, he work all day? Yeah. And did your mom... Would she, would she work? Stay at home. Okay, so maybe that was their relationship. Well, my dad didn't do crap. But, oh, see, like but see, you, you grow up seeing one person do it all and the other not, so then you just live that way yeah. regardless. Well, you're in the right, wife. Make him do more housework. Yes. We agree with you. Good luck with that. Thank you. Close up the mailbag. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. Scuba Steve, our executive producer, is in the studio. He brings us a segment, and we have to do it no matter what. We just don't know what the segment is. It's called Scuba Steve Suggests. <laughs> Scuba, what segment are you suggesting us to do today? So this is actually a follow-up to a previous segment about Lunchbox and his phone bill. Oh, we rarely learn anything new about each other. We've been together a long time. We've been. Amy, how long have you been together? Oh, 17 years. And Lunchbox and I, 18 years? No, probably 20. It'll be 20 in October. Probably 20. Oh, wow. Y'all were together two and a half years before <laughs> I came. I'm getting so sad. Eddie and I have been best friends and working together one form or another Rather, for dude. like 13 or 14 years. So I imagine it's like being married for a long time. Yeah. It's hard to surprise people. Yeah. However, we learned that Lunchbox was paying $15 a month on his phone bill because he was using somebody's phone plan. Oscar. Yeah, Oscar. <laughs> Did Oscar ever reach out to you once you told that? 
Yeah, he goes, oh, really, dude? And he he sent me screenshots of people finding him on Facebook and asking for the same deal. Like our so listeners. our listeners were wanting part of that plan? <laughs> yeah, so they would hit him up and be like, hey, are you Oscar the Verizon guy? And can I get that same deal as Lunchbox? Hey, Oscar, what's up, man? I, I don't know you, but can I get on your plan? When did you meet Oscar? I met him in college. We were uh, free agents in uh, intramural soccer. We got put together on the Footmasters soccer team. And when did he come to you and say, hey, hop on my phone plan? Uh, probably when we were 25. And you've been on his phone plan? Since then. And so you pay how much per month? 15. Is your wife on the plan? Yeah. And how much does she pay? 15. So 30 total <laughs> for two. So Yeah. Unlimited talk and text and data. <laughs> it's amazing. So we didn't know this, but Lunchbox called Scuba Steve and it showed up as Oscar's name. And we're, we tried to figure out who Oscar was. <laughs> That's the whole background. That's the whole background. So me and Oscar have been boys since college. And I mean, I was in his wedding. He's in my wedding. I mean, I'm the... Uh, you have to put him in your wedding if you're using his phone. Yeah. yeah. Scuba, what's the update here? So if you remember it, when we were talking about that, towards the very end, Lunchbox said, you know, sometimes I have to get him on my Facebook because he shuts off my phone bill. I give him the money and he just shuts it off out of he, nowhere. He forgets to pay the bill. He so forgets, when you, he forgets to pay the bill. When yeah. you try to call someone, it says, this call cannot be connected. And, it's a, and it connects you to Verizon Wireless. And it's like, uh, hello. Would so you then like what do you do? I'm like, well, crap. So then I have to get on Facebook and I send him a message or I send his wife a message. And then I go to Instagram, send him a message and send his wife a message saying, hey, tell Oscar to pay the freaking bill. Okay. Like my phone ain't working. Update. Gotcha. Here's the update. Oscar DM me on Instagram and said, I would actually like to spill the tea on Lunchbox. The $15 he's talking about paying for a cell phone bill is always late. I have to hunt him down. So those times I forgot to pay the bill was actually me shutting off his phone <laughs> so he would send me the money. Wow. So you wow, are, wow, 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 So not wow. only do you get a deal of $15 a month, you can't even pay that on freaking time. Uh, you see how he lies? Like, like when are you going to grow up and become like always an adult? a lie. Go ahead. Uh, every once in a while, maybe I forget. But that's because you say he doesn't pay. It's him shutting you off because you're not paying. Yeah, well, I assume it's him not paying because he's the one that's in charge of the bill. And if the bill's not being paid... Then it's not on me. I can't call. I can't pay Verizon. I have to pay him. And so when my phone is shut off, it's all on him. But he's saying you're not paying him. That's I do pay him though. off. So sometimes, like I'll hit him up in March and be like, "Oh man, I haven't paid you the past couple months. I'll pay him for the three months." Oh my gosh! Oh my no. goodness! What a mess! What amount of stress? Why don't you just get your own phone bill like everyone else and just pay? Uh, for because it? it wouldn't be fifteen dollars a month. But to live through that stress, though, I, I couldn't I didn't do stress that. me out at all. Oh, wait, could you imagine a $15 a month phone bill? That'd, That'd be, be amazing. amazing. Yeah. Lunchbox, you might as well just like... just. But he gives crap to people like Morgan. Because her parents pay for her but insurance. But you're paying $15. It nice. doesn't matter. You're also no on one... multiple people's uh, Netflix accounts. What other things no, we don't know it's about? It's called trading. What do you trade? It, uh, your yeah, what do they get from you? Um, Max. Oh, Thank you. Max? You pay for Max. And you I give play for Max password. and I give my password. I get, I'm not going to tell the other one, because, man, people be listening. You guys are rats in yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't tell you what services I barter for. I used to brag about it, but now i got to watch my back. No one's turning you in. Nobody cares. Okay. We leave the studio, we don't even think about it. No, it seems like you do, because, I mean, don't. Netflix got shut off. So my phone gets shut off. Pay your bill. I your do. $15 a month bill. Yeah. Man. I think Oscar should drop him. I'll be honest with you. If he's I late again? Yeah. No, just, just in general. Just now. Why? Oscar, I'll give you 50 bucks to drop him. That's why. <laughs> Oscar, I'm available to pay a spot. <laughs> Amy messages him. Hey, you got any more room on that plan? Hey, I got, I got my Verizon. My son is has it Oscar's the... plan or his mom and dad's plan? No, it's his plan. 
Yeah. Because he works there. And what's his benefit to continue doing this for him? Like, how, how does he win? Friendship, man. Uh, oh, your friendship? Man. But my question is, how crazy is it that our listeners track him down on Facebook and hit him up for their, the plan? That's wild. No, what's wild is we didn't know this about you, and you would make fun of people for free stuff they were getting when you were basically getting no. a free phone. Guy, you, you, you're, you're painting a weird picture. I, I'm not painting a weird yes. picture. Your <laughs> life is a weird picture. I make fun of people that are adults that get something paid for by their parents. That's embarrassing. Morgan. Amy. Question. You are married, and your wife ha- now has this hookup with Oscar, but y'all have separate bank accounts. Yeah. So who how, who pays Oscar? from? I pay my uh, Oscar mine, and she pays him hers. I mean, and she always that- pays on time? Yes. <laughs> has she ever met Oscar? Oh, yeah. She's oh, re- wedding. He was in the oh, she, no, yeah, she's. How many times a- she met Oscar? Be honest. 50? Oh, okay. A lot. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You and Oscar are still real cool. Why? Yeah, yeah. Listen, honestly, like, why have we known Lunchbox this long and I've never, never heard, heard the name Oscar? Oscar. <laughs> for somebody who's hung out 50 we, times, he's never mentioned Oscar one time. We were at the wedding. Thank you, Scuba Steve. You're welcome. Thanks for bringing that segment in. It's a little update there. Mm. Scuba Steve suggests. Thank you. It's canceled. Oh. It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. Does Stanley or even Eller, your dogs, did they ever chew your shoes? Stanley is a puppy, but no, they're they're not chewers. I know Stanley's had like a million surgeries yeah. and a third of gastrointestinal surgery procedures for dogs is because they've eaten shoes and then rubber gets stuck in there. Uh-huh. And so this company has created flip-flops that are edible for dogs. <laughs> Well, they're unchewable. Like the dogs can chew at them, and the rubber is not going to end up in their uh, so the GI tract. Yes, not edible. So unedible. So completely unedible shoes. But I mean, they can eat them, and they're not going to get hurt because, yeah, vets were saying, like, oh my gosh, like this is pretty life threatening for dogs too when the rubber gets stuck in their GI tract. Stanley ate a squeaker. Mm-hmm. Oh, was it made of rubber? I don't. We don't. I don't know. Oh yeah. But that's a good idea if your dogs do eat shoes or chew shoes to make shoes. That the dogs cannot swallow. Yeah, Brizza, B-R-I-Z-Z-A, made it in collaboration with Pedigree, and it's the first unchewable flip-flop out there. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at it now, but since Pedigree made it with them, and you eat Pedigree... Yeah, it's confusing. Yeah, like I'm, so, I'm confused. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's good. I like it. Yeah. And, you know, I think Stanley has a, a IBS issue. Oh, just like his daddy? Just oh, like me. oh wow. you know Hereditary. how, like... Your dogs can pick up on what you have, like oh, anxiety yeah. or... Yeah, because he went in and he, like, we think he has like basically irritable bowel syndrome like humans have. And I'm like, wow. you got it from me. Oh, no. Felt terribly guilty as a dad. Yeah. You know how it is. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Poor guy. Uh, those flip-flops, what's the name of them again? Uh, Brizza. B-R-I-Z-Z-A. All right, check them out if you got a dog that eats shoes. All right, that's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. All right, my cousin told me three years ago, get involved in your finances. It'll be empowering. I said, nope, that's my husband's strength, not mine. Well, then my divorce happened and I had no choice. I remember it was about a year ago exactly that I was on stage at my live podcast in Nashville raving about rocket money. It wasn't an endorsement. I was just a new fan, grateful for the help in managing my bills, budgets, and all things money with ease because my cousin was right. It was empowering. Something else rocket money does, they help you manage your subscriptions. Yep, it's a personal finance app that will find and cancel your unwanted subscriptions. It also monitors your spending, helps you lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. 
And it's pretty cool that Rocket Money has over 5 million users. That's a lot. I'm one of them. So you know you're in good hands if all these people are trusting their finances with Rocket Money. They have saved a total of $500 million in canceled subscriptions, saving members up to $740 a year when using all of the app's features. So stop wasting money on things that you don't use. Like cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash bones. That's rocketmoney.com slash bones. Check them out. Rocketmoney.com slash bones. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia, starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Go. On the Bobby Bones Show now. Anna Voss. So Anna, I gotta be honest with you, I... Well, I do now because I've done my research, but I didn't know much about you until you sent a video going, hey, I'd like to open some shows for you. Mm-hmm. And I thought the video was really good. And this isn't even about that. This is about, I did some research on you and I saw the cover that you did for Everybody Wants to Rule the World. Yeah. Ray, would you play the original version from the 80s, please? We will find you so why did you choose this song to cover? So I don't know when it like came into my world of music. I think it was in like a movie I saw in high school. Um, but I just love it. Like it's just a vibe. I put it on. I get on a longboard and I feel like I'm in a movie and it's very overdramatic. But I I don't know. I started playing it live at shows and felt like it was one of my favorite parts of the set that I was playing and that the people listening were really resonating too. So I was like, 
why not just record it and put it out? Music is meant to be shared. So it's so good. Your version of the song is so good. Thanks. And Thank you. you know, we hear a lot of music, don't we, everybody? Yeah. Yeah, lots. Yeah. <laughs> I heard her warming up with it. So oh, you've heard her play a little bit? Hey, is she good or not? <laughs> We're good. Okay, good. Okay, yeah. good. Everybody can look up. Okay, good. When she plays. Yeah, sometimes Anna, people will come in that I've never heard <laughs> and it doesn't go so hot. And so I just like keep my head down and act oh, like I'm gosh. writing more notes. You're like, I have a lot to think about right oh, now. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I get it. I get it. Well, so before we learn more about, about you, I would like to actually hear the song. Is that okay? Yeah, for okay. sure. I'm ready for it. Amy, okay. you promise it's going to be good? I promise. Okay. Good. If you guys start breaking eye contact, I'm yeah, gonna if I start taking notes, Anna, you band. know. Um, okay, here she is, Anna Voss. Which, by the way, A N N A V A U S on Instagram. Is that your TikTok name too? Did you get all of those? Anna Voss music on TikTok. Um, yeah, yeah. What happened to Anna Voss on TikTok? Is there one? Well, I I don't actually know. I was Anna Voss, and then I was like, I I want people. You to need know to put I music behind music, it, yeah. so you know, dang it, she does music. Exactly. Okay, here she is. Okay. Anna Voss. <laughs> dang, that's awesome. Nice job. So good. That's Thank so you. good. Holy crap, Anna. Uh, Anna Voss. And I asked Mike Diaz, I said, Mike, how do I know her? I actually programmed one of your songs into our Women of iHeart Country yes. at the end of last year. You did. Thank I you did. for that. You and Abby Anderson. Yes. Not the Abby that works here, <laughs> but my dearest friend, Abby Anderson, who I took on the road with me, and she opened some shows for me way back yeah. in the day. And so whenever... You, your video is hilarious, by the way, that you did. Thank you. And I don't even know if you remember that little song that you did here. But all my, not all, but a lot of my friends started messaging me going, I know Anna, she's awesome, like Emma Klein, like Aww. Abby. So all the people that I know are were vouching for you saying you aren't a psycho killer. Yeah, I am not. Yeah, okay. no, yeah. that's the goal in life, really. I, I can play back her performance. That, do you guys want to hear it? Yeah. yeah. Do you know it? I do. Oh, if I you could... do, I'd much rather you play it, but okay. I don't want to put you on the spot if you No, that's know. okay. I mean, I mean, sure, yeah. So this is what I did. I got, <laughs> I got on TikTok. And they were like, who's going to come open your shows over and over? My agent was like, who's going to open your shows? And I was like, I don't know. I'm just trying to get people to buy tickets to the shows right now. I'm not focused on who's going to open. So I just get on TikTok and I go, hey, look, these shows pay $1,000 each. And it's kind of the same system. You get the same people. So who wants the job? That's all I did. I posted it. Yeah. And so I've had like, I say 10,000, probably realistically 1,000 people send me videos or send mail or reach out to Scuba. But Anna was the first one that sent a video where I was like, I have to save this. Did I comment on it? You did. Okay. Yeah. I, I was like, I have to save this. I have some sort of way to get back to this because I liked it so much. So we play this song and kind of talk about what, because you do a lot of references to the show here. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I have to say like, I, this whole past week was like CMA fest mode, like sunburn, sunscreen, repeat kind of thing. And Sunday I was like, I'm going to sleep all day. I'm not going to do anything. Like I'm not going to get out of my pajamas. And I woke up and I got on TikTok and I saw your video and I was like, I'm going to have to change clothes today. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, wrote this song for you and, um, just thought, you know, why not introduce myself in a song? This so. is what I do. I pull the video up and here you go. Hey Bobby Bones, what's up? My name is Anna. You should probably know that I'm a pimp and joy fan. My mama always says, give everything your best. So hey, I'ma treat this song like a 60 second resume. 
I'm an independent artist, I'm a touring musician, but when COVID happened, touring was, you know, non-existent, so I asked a bunch of fans, can I play in your yard? 60 shows and a speeding ticket, later here we are, I've got music out everywhere, my friends think it's legit, and this one time even Billboard said it sounds like Taylor Swift, I played the Opry and I cried, got secondhand high, opening for Willie Nelson, kind of crazy riot, and I'd love to open up for you, TikTok as my witness, I got a ton of family who would buy a ton of tickets, and I know that there's a lot of artists who would make your show boss. But you should pick Anna Voss. That's me, Anna Voss. Not biased, Anna Voss. Come on, isn't that I awesome? mean, Wow. Yeah, that's awesome. I really like okay. That's so yeah, cool. You're hired. <laughs> and I, I literally didn't have any plan to. I, I was honest to God bringing you in because I thought your cover of Everybody Wants to Rule the World was so good. I was like, let's Thanks. just get her up here. So the only show that we've announced so far has been the Nashville show on July 22nd. Are you in town? I am, yeah. Then why don't you open that show for sure? Cool, okay. Okay, so, <laughs> and then I still got to figure out the plan for the rest of the shows. But as of now, you if you would like the job, yeah. you are the opener for the Nashville show on July 22nd. Awesome. Is that cool with you? That's very cool. Okay. Thank you so much. Holy cow. There you go. Thousand bucks. Ooh. Boom. You just heard somebody get rich. Just Love like that. It. Just like that. I mean, but I'm also impressed that you just wrote that. And you know, and that's why really I would remember. I don't want to put it on the spot. Right. And you yeah. literally nailed it every word. Mm. Thank perfectly. you. So do you have a publishing deal? I do. So you yes. get paid to write songs. I do. Crazy. How's that working out for you? It's awesome. Um, I've been really lucky to have some really cool people like, Keith Urban just recorded a song that I wrote, which is crazy. No and way. Yeah. Um, is it on hold or has he recorded it? It is it? somewhere in the universe exists a version of him singing it. So I haven't heard it yet, yeah. but um, I've oh, imagined it. <laughs> that's got to feel crazy to know that you wrote a song. Keith Urban's recorded it, but like you've never heard it. It's it's wild. Yeah. I just am like really trusting that I'll hear it one day. But um, but yeah, it requires a lot of patience, like even after the fact that it gets recorded, which is hard anyway. You know, there's the waiting game of like, he's maybe going to do it. And then, yeah. And then also it's the waiting game of, is he really going to put it on his record? Yeah. That's the, that's the like purgatory that I'm in yeah. right now where I'm like, I just need to kind of not even think about it until I can walk into Target and buy a CD with my song on it with Keith Urban singing it. I'd be obsessed with thinking about it. Yeah. I would just, no, I wouldn't stop. That's all I would think about. It'd be like, it's time for dinner. I cannot eat. I'm only thinking about the possibility Keith Urban may record my song. And play Absolutely. It. Uh, Anna, it was great to see you. Great to meet you. We, we haven't met before. No. Haven't we met before? I don't think so, no. Yeah, I don't think so either. And you guys check out Everybody Wants to Rule the World. Such a great cover. It's really good. Like, again, Thank you. I just, even Eddie, who likes nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Anna, you're awesome. Yeah. Like, you. really, really good. Uh, Anna, good to see you. And I guess I will see you in about a month or so. Deal. If I don't see you before then, all right? Cool. Sounds good. You guys follow Anna at Anna Voss and come to the show, watch Anna perform. Here are your number ones. The number one pop song right now. Miguel, sure thing. Even when the sun don't shine. The number one hip hop song, Ice Spice in my hood. And the number one country song, Morgan Wallen, last night. This song has been crushing so hard that other songs can't get to number one because of it. That's crazy. And usually there's all these trade offs between record labels, and I'm like, well, number ones aren't really number ones, they're just kind of trade offs. But what Morgan's doing is making it legitimate because people can't trade off because he's like, I'm number one and I ain't leaving. 
So Scotty McCurry peaked at number two. Dan and Shay peaked oh, at number two. Dang, dang. Morgan Wallen's up there because flag planted and he's like, let's go. That's Sorry, crazy, guys. Because those those songs would be no, they would have been number one. Like in the future, if you came back and asked us, we'd be like, Oh yeah, you was number one for sure. I don't know about that. Oh. That's kinda of like the last single from the record. I don't I mean, you I guess. Not really the most uh that It was just so close. Like I just thought it was actually <laughs> gonna want, happen. Yeah. <laughs> like you would think that it happened later in the future, I bet. Yeah, well, they better clear the room because I need Jordan Davis to do. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Number one, get off the moon, man. Yeah, next thing you know, jam. That's number three right now. That's a jam right there. Here's Amy's pile of stories. Forget influencers. Have you heard of the de-influencers? They're the ones that are telling you to stop listening to everything the influencers are saying online because you can barely trust what they're saying. So they're de-influencing by saying don't listen to influencers. They're not going to Cracker Barrel and going, this place sucks. <laughs> That'd be Lunchbox. Yeah, because I love Cracker Barrel and I'd be like, I don't like you, de-influencer. Okay, there's a difference. So they are saying don't follow influencers. Yeah, they're just, they're coming on and they're influencing people in their own way to not buy into some of all these sure. products that you see every single person. Now, me personally, I love when people post about stuff because I get links and ideas to certain things that I really like, but then I start to get a little suspicious when I see every single person post the same time type thing and then I'm like well wait a second I guess my suspicion is whenever they do a lot of ads on their profile because then I feel like they really don't believe it and they're just getting paid to say it yeah if it's someone like my Instagram I might do one maybe two paid things a year and that's only because I'm already using something and they go oh you're using this would you talk about this and we'll pay you I'm like absolutely yeah. you're gonna pay me for doing what I'm already doing let's go <laughs> Now, if I were doing ads all the time, I think people would probably not trust what I was saying as much. So, yeah, I'm going to de-influence ads on Instagram from people who do ads all the time. There you go. Yes. Go ahead. Jennifer Aniston can't stand being told that she looks great for her age. She said that, yeah, she's in better shape than she was in her 20s and she feels better in her mind, her body, her spirit. But she's just over that whole remark. And she, she said, quote, it drives me bananas. To just be able to like, okay, why even have to say, for your age, you look great? Yeah, it's people sometimes will come up to me and they'll go, hey, man, can I get a picture? And I'm like, of course, anybody can have a picture. But they'll go, I, I don't even know who you are, but my aunt loves you. Can I get a picture? You don't have to say, I don't even know who you are. Right. <laughs> you can leave that part out. <laughs> you can leave all of it. Just get a picture and then send it to your aunt. There's no need to come and be like, hey, I've never heard of you, but that's always the weirdest thing. Like, are you, are you, is it cooler you don't look like you're like a, I, I don't, I never understood that. It's like, hey, I've never actually heard your show, but my brother, huge fan. He's kind of an idiot though, but cu huge fan. <laughs> it's just, it's always weird for me. Yeah. So that's something that you don't, I don't like need to hear that. Told. Do parentheses. Parentheses means you think it, but you don't say it. Hey, Jennifer Aniston, you look great. Parentheses. End it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Parentheses. You don't say it. <laughs> With me, it's like, hey, can I get a picture? Parentheses. I don't know who you are, or I do know who you are and your show sucks. End of parentheses. My cousin's a huge fan. Right. Uh, yeah. yeah. All right, what else? Well, Bobby, you have something in common with Luke Bryan. Yeah. He has promised his wife, Caroline, that he's going to take some time off. I like taking time off. Yeah, what does what Bobby have in common Yeah, what is that? Because you never took time off until you got married. Oh, so I didn't tour for a long... I Here mm -hmm. was the deal. We went and did Snake in the Grass in Costa Rica, 
and it was very, very hard. And so my wife went down with me because I was doing the radio show and I was out in the jungle 12 hours a day. And since we were gone for all those hours and all those days and those months, I made the deal with her that I wouldn't go tour for six months or so. And I didn't. But I kept doing this job. But he's not going to work at all. Well, here's a clip from Entertainment Tonight. Well, I'm not really balancing it that well this year. But, uh, you know, my wife, I'm like, baby, this is a rough year. Let's just get through it. And then we'll find a boat and go to the Caribbean. Yep. For like a weekend, probably. Oh, yeah. We'll be back. She still has to put up with six more months of of a long year. But, hey, she's got the Caribbean to look forward to. Yeah. And I do have a little more balance than I used to. Absolutely. Sometimes it's very difficult for me to do that. And it feels uncomfortable. But that being said... Tickets go on sale tomorrow for my for my stand-up <laughs> show here in, in Nashville. Transition. Just the Nashville show. Tickets go on sale tomorrow at 10 a.m. Central Time. <laughs> Would love for you to come. I'm going to do something a little different this That's show. Funny. It's the Comedically Inspirational Show. It's a comedy show. It's clean. Someone's like, can kids come? Of course. I don't say any bad words. But I'm also going to do, for the first time, I'm going to try to do a game show. In the middle of a live show. What? I know. That's cool. Oh, that's why I did see someone ask that. Like, is this going to be the same show you did when they, because I think they already came to the national mm-hmm. one. So there will be. Oh, yeah. There'll be a lot. Different. There'll be some similar things because I'm trying to get it just right. So when we record it, but I'm going to do a game show in this one. Is there going to be a wheel involved and stuff and like oh, maybe a putting green? And a showcase show. Because that's called Price oh, is Right. Oh. <laughs> will people be yeah, able right. to win money? Yeah. Wow, that's cool. Eddie's like, are you going to play Plinko? Uh-huh. No, that is a registered <laughs> game. But yeah, that's what's going to be. I I'm, I'm going to do that. Plinko. Plinko. P-L-I-N-K-O. Oh. Plinko. Yeah, so tickets go on sale 10 a.m. Central tomorrow. BobbyBones.com. Come to my show. Okay. I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. Oh. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. So this family, they go to their dad's house. He had died. And so they go into the house. It's sad. They're going to clean it out. They're going to go and find all the stuff that they want to keep for the you know, sake of posterity. And they're going through and they go into a crawl space. And in the crawl space is like a bunch of coins. Like, wait, what? Oh, there's also some more coins here and some more coins here. Well, tucked away in this crawl space was a million pennies. Whoa. Their dad, who was a German immigrant, came over in the 40s. He had saved all these copper coins because he just wanted to make sure that if he needed them later or his kids needed that money later, but he had saved so much for decades that they were like, what do we even do? So they took it all to Coinstar and the the machine started smoking and it exploded. No. So first they were like, what do we do? Because their bank account wouldn't accept pennies. And the family wouldn't do the 8% charge that if you would even go slowly to it at Coinstar. Wow. So they were like, okay, uh, let's see. So, And then they wanted to go through and make sure that those coins individually weren't worth a whole lot of money. So they went and they sold them on an auction site and they made $25,000. Dang. Crazy. So, so, so I'm sorry, I'm not good at math, but yeah. a million pennies, what is that in dollars? Well, so it's $10,000, but these pennies- And they made 25000 they're old. These pennies are like from the 40s, 50s. And you said that was real bronze probably back and a then. a lot, yes. Wow. So I think the value is worth even more than just the pennies. That's legit. That's legit. See, that's why you pick up a penny, fools. No. We don't deserve to be insulted during this segment. <laughs> but that just, just for the record, we don't deserve to be insulted. We're just hanging out. It amazes me how many people walk by a penny and they don't pick it up. It's like, guys, that well, maybe is they don't free. see it though. It is free money at your feet, and you just, I'm like, <laughs> I don't need money. I, I'll never understand. I've never in my life went, I don't need money. If you see a penny, are you picking it up? 
No, it's gross. Oh, really? It's not about not needing money. It's like I'm not. I don't. Want, I'm good. Oh, I don't want touching coins anyway. I don't want touching dollars. Honestly, yeah. It's just been in everybody's hands and sure. butts. I think the, the dollars been in people's butts for sure. Huh. Mm-hmm. And just to get even, I put them all in mine too. As soon as I get them, put them in my butt. All right, that's a great story. Good job. That's what it's all about. That was tell me something good. It's time for the morning corny, but it's time for the investigative morning corny, where we see how many we can get in a row. Amy has all the jokes. Are you ready? Because sometimes you sabotage it. Mostly every time. Sometimes. Yeah, mm-hmm. I read that you need to read it quicker. Or yeah, something. and sometimes. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So sometimes I or sometimes she's like, I can't find one. Sometimes right. I say you have for success because honestly, I some of them I thought or I think are difficult and there's no way you're going to get it. So then I'm like, shoot, they got that. But that's oh. not setting us up for success. Yeah, that's right? the opposite. Going. Okay. It's both. Here we go. Okay. We have 90 seconds on the clock. How many morning cornies can we get in a row? The morning corny. Why do vampires seem sick? Blood, blood type. sucking blood. They suck blood. Vampires sick, <laughs> ill, uh, white, pale. They're pale. so they're very pale. So pale. They're so pale. So pale. Uh-huh. Uh, um, sick. They're they're Why they're, they're sick, sick of blood. They're sick. They're sucking blood. What do you do when you're sick? Uh, you lay down. You fang. You fang. Yeah. You, you fang. I don't know. You 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 faint. sleep. You faint. You faint. You <laughs> you um, sleep so much. You. What am I? Do? Uh, I bet what you, do vampires you, do? You cough. Uh, oh, a coughing. You're, oh, you're always coughing. They, okay, uh-huh. Annie, they, you did that to your give us a little hint because we said you. So we got it right. <laughs> yeah, we got it right. Okay. They're always coughing. Okay. Coughing. Yeah. Go oh, ahead. I get it. Which days? That's charity though. We don't need charity. Yeah. Go ahead. We did it. Which days are the strongest? Days that end in Y. Days that the days of that aren't weak. The, the, uh, the days of the week. Weekdays are not strong. Yeah, week so weekends. Weekdays. Week weekends. So which days are the strongest? Weekends. weekends. Saturday and Sunday. The days that aren't weekdays. Boom. Oh. What what, what, what do you call a beehive without an exit? Beehole. What? <laughs> no, without an Tro- exit. Oh, without an exit. Oh, I was thinking of the exit. Oh. Cave. Beeswax. Beeswax. What do you call a beehive without Honey. an exit? A honey hole. Stuck. Oh. Something stuck. Honey hole? No, oh. I don't know about stuff. No. What do you call? Why am I going to holes? Um, what do you call a beehive without an exit? Wow, that went fast. Yeah, that really went slow for yeah, us. That was a tough that was one. Okay. teeth. Go ahead. Unbelievable. Oh, we have never got that. Unbelievable. Oh, uh, unbelievable. So some of these you see, a, a you know, we're never gonna get. That's got to be one of them. We'd have never. We would have never gotten that. <laughs> unbelievable. But we got two of them. Okay, right, Eddie. Here we go. Song. Clear eyes, full hearts, can't lose. Oh boy. I mean, come on, I gave you weekdays. Not really. And then I I, I said weekdays. <laughs> it doesn't matter, I'm not arguing with her. <laughs> hey, but you're true, okay, Amy? You're real. You're 100% real. I like that about you, okay? All right, good. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. 
with the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern-day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I do believe you got to shoot your shot. And so I got this video from Riley. I don't know how old Riley is, maybe 12 and it was in my DMs. Here's this video from Riley, age 12. Go ahead. Hi, I'm Riley. I don't know if you remember me, but I met you at the College World Series. I came up with the idea to send you a message because my Firecracker Arkansas 10 tra- travel softball team is raising money to help us get to nationals in Branson this summer. I've learned so many lessons through this, through softball. Softball is a game of... So she's 10. Did you guys hear that? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Not 12. She's about to tell us the lessons that she's learned. Okay. So here we go failure and i've learned that i have to keep trying fight grind repeat right my firecracker sisters and i are very blessed to get to play this game and i learned so many things not just about softball but about life 
Would you consider helping me help my team meet our fundraising goal? My mom says we are a nonprofit. Not really sure what that means, but I would appreciate anything to help support us. My mom can help with all of those details and a receipt if needed. Thanks, mommy, for watching. I still love you if you can't help. Woo pig and for Caitlin Boomer sooner. <laughs> love it. And she's not reading a script or anything. Oh, no. That's, no. That sounds legit. So I thought it was awesome. So I will, because there's a Venmo up there, I'm not going to send in the air. I will help and I will send over $500. Wow. If we're going to waste dumb money on lottery stuff, Oh, then yes. What I try to do, honestly, in my personal life is anything that I do stupid stuff with with money, I try to match it with good thing money. That's good. Or I just start <laughs> to feel like an idiot. Yeah. Because I never had money. So it's like, I don't want to be all idiot because you can fall into that pretty easily. You, you don't want to make sure they're good first? I believe her. Okay. Like, what if they're really bad? You mean the team? Yeah. No, I don't care about that. Okay. Oh. No, and she said her mom said they're a nonprofit. Yeah. yeah. I don't. Yeah, she's like, I don't know what that means. I don't even care about that. If it's gonna help, that. it's gonna help them. I will do that. Okay. Cool. Amy, anything you want to throw in there? As I mean, I used to play money, ball. money, Amy. You I, want to I, throw money in I there? I played ball all stars. Oh, you want to give lessons? Summer, I would travel. She wants to donate her time. <laughs> yeah, I'll throw in fifty bucks. Okay, there you go, fifty so, bucks. But I need you to send me the Venmo. I will. Okay, thanks. Anybody else going once? Yeah, Woo Pig, dude. I'm an Arkansas fan. I'll go, I'll go 52. Let's go. Wow. Let's go 50. Okay. You're going 50. Yeah, but girl, you're hey. Get in trouble. You're going to get in trouble. You didn't I know. I did not permission. get permission for that. You should go 20. Okay, 20 bucks. Okay, 20. Yeah. Just, to, just to be safe. I don't want you to get in trouble because then I get in trouble. Okay. Anybody right. else? Going once. Lunchbox. Going twice. She didn't ask me for my help. She asked Bobby. There you go. I mean, all she said was Bobby and Caitlin. So that's all she cares about. That's all she gets. We will send. My goodness. I mean, did she did she ask me seventy dollars? Did wow. she ask me for money? Did but she ask maybe me in your DMs? You've had so many people. No, 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 she didn't. She said that video was all about Bobby and Caitlin. I met you at the College World Series. I'm reaching out. Woo, pig, Suey, Boomer, Sooner. She didn't mention anybody else, so she wanted Bobby's help and only Bobby's help. Yeah, so she met Bobby. Anyway? And I'm I'm tapped out, man. <laughs> hey, what was that that number? Five seventy. Five seventy. Dude, just make it six hundred. Thirty. Just make it six hundred. Why yeah. would I outdo you? Make you look bad. Sure, make me look bad. Oh, make him look bad, buddy. Come on, make me look bad. I'm good. Okay. All right, there we are. <laughs> We're going to send this over. Thank you for messaging me. Good luck, guys. Win some games. Pressure's on. Yeah, now. come on, guys. Pressure's on. Get to work. Get to work. <laughs> Catch some ground balls. Did you guys see what just happened? No. Scuba Steve walked in here, handed me these tickets. It goes, these are the special ones. And then handed me another set and then pushed the special ones to the side. I don't know what just happened here. I don't know if I'm supposed to say they're special ones. But it was really weird. Scuba Steve, what's what? Why? What happened? So when we were buying all those tickets yesterday, they went to one location. And so yesterday after the show, I went back to that same spot. And the guy was like, yeah, man, all these guys kept coming in, buying these $50 scratchers. These are the last three. One of these has got to be the big $5 million winner. Oh, so I want to keep, I want to keep them separate. So these the are the, okay. So you don't what? know anything illegal. Well, well, I don't know anything legal. Yes. But my gut got is it. we get a big winner in there. Okay. So this is what happened quick. There's a lot of us in this room and in the rooms connected to do this show because we do this show. I do a night show. I do a countdown. I do podcasts. And so we have crews that work on all this audio, right? We have 10, 11, 12 people. And everybody put money in and we raised two. We raised. We made $2,000 and we went and bought all these scratch-offs because we read a story about a guy going to a gas station, buying all the scratch-offs, and he won huge. So we do it. It's it's dumb. And we scratch all on the air and from 2000 we were like 1100 So dumb. It's a bad investment. 
Uh. So we went and got the tickets. And on the post show yesterday, we scratched all those 1100 And we ended up at 300 <laughs> Ugh, which is terrible. a terrible investment. Now, that being said, I was walking out and I hear Scuba Steve like screaming and Lunchbox yelling bad words. And while it's airtime from 5 a.m. to 10 a.m., you don't you can't say bad words that can be heard. You especially can't say them in the studio because I can't risk them getting on the air. But it was like almost noon. So people are like, curse, 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 <laughs> Lunchbox, curse, curse, curse. It's fine. It's after showtime. Frustration. Turns out, Scuba, we had... Let's just say $350, but that really wasn't the case. What happened? There was at least three to four tickets that were not properly checked or scratched. And we had an extra $150 that was not accounted for. Mm. And most of those went to, I think, a girl sitting in front of me, uh, Morgan. Uh, only one of those was mine. That's <laughs> How much was Morgan's wrong. miss? Well, what's funny is, is her excuse was, she goes, it was at the bottom of the ticket. I don't look down there. Well, you have to look at the entire <laughs> ticket. It's very important to check it out. Oh, you didn't look at the last row? I did look at the last row. All all mine missed was a ticket. It wasn't cash. It's $50, it's though. It's fine. It's okay. just, hey, just a Hold ticket. On. Don't worry about it. Hey, Hold no on. Go ahead. There was $100 missed on somebody else's. Mine, That's true. It's mine not all was about the you. only one that just had a ticket missing. And I was doing multiple jobs. So I wasn't, it wasn't just focused on the scratch off. And that is why we double checked the tickets. That was the whole purpose. Okay. Thank you for yours. Who else is, do we know? I think Lunchbox was another one because he <laughs> he's one of those guys that clears the whole board, which leaves like millions of numbers to check because yeah. it has the number and the value. Like it's just like he just, does. He's the only one that cleans it so well. Like right. it's so good. And the ticket that was missed, uh, all the prizes weren't scratched off, so it wasn't me. That's mm. how you know it wasn't me because the prize number was not scratched off. We had to scratch to see the prize. I wonder if it was me. I don't think it was, but I wonder if it was me. <laughs> me I mean, too. it could have been I mean, Amy because she doesn't even know what she's looking for. I, I thought about that. That's a great point. Thoughts? I don't clean it. She likes it dirty. She likes it dirty. Okay. And then Mike D also mixed the tickets up and put one of the winners in the losers oh, no. pile. There was that too. Yeah. Like the, oh my the god! Ten Stooges. It was. Yeah. It, it was pretty in, intense. So, so when, we, well, we have a bunch of tickets here now. Yes. How much did we buy yesterday again? It was six hundred and twenty-five dollars. Come on. So we had over two hundred dollars. Wow. Like not accounted for. Guys. That's crazy. Wow. Guys, can we do be more careful? Double check the tickets. For real. But we please. did double check the tickets. That was the whole purpose. And, of and what then we, we were did, doing. and we found the money. Yes, yes that's, that was yes. the purpose. Yeah. Okay. Check that bottom row. So you want? Okay. We're gonna scratch. <laughs> yeah. Gonna pass them out. Pass guys, me I'm a enjoying ticket. coming into pass work. Pass me a ticket. You're enjoying. You say you're I mean, guys, we're scratching lottery tickets for work. That's amazing. I mean, golly, I'm ready to make <laughs> my life is great right now. But you had to pay for it. Well, you won't, you you, know, you paid a good amount. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, sure I, did, yeah. I, I paid a real good amount. No, no, we're not. But he, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I'm just telling you, I paid a lot of money. We're going to play a song here, and then we'll pass out some tickets. We'll scratch. We'll come back in a little bit, probably at the news, and do see if we won. But keep it all quiet. Okay, okay. We don't want the rest of the show to know either. Okay. That's what's fun. Is no faces. You, yeah, no faces, no squeals. No, ooh. Right. That's what ah, you do, though. I know, but I can't help it, man. Okay. You I'm, have to help it this time. I, I know, but when I'm scratching tickets at my house, I do the same thing. So it's just like condition. <laughs> so 20 minutes or so, we're going to go through. I want you to double check it. We're going to do <laughs> Tell Me Something Good in a minute. We're going to play Philip Phillips now. He's going to be in studio tomorrow performing Philip Phillips. So be here for that as well. <laughs> We have all our tickets. Let's go over them, guys. The newest round of scratch-offs. They were $50 tickets. Uh -huh. All the money that we started with at 2000 went to like 1100 went to like 600 Here we are. <laughs> it's so stupid. <laughs> what are we doing? Let's go around the room. Mike D., do you have a winner? No. Okay, no. Lunchbox, do you have a winner? I only had to scratch the first number to know I didn't win. Did you scratch the whole thing, though? Yeah, and I don't have a winner. You don't want to yell 20000 and then... 
No, Eddie, I didn't you have a winner. 1, I got a winner. Hold your hold your number. You got it. Morgan, do you have a winner? No, but I'm also double checking so I don't get yelled at again. <laughs> so far, only one winner. I do not have a winner. Oh no, Amy. Yes. Oh. Okay. Oh, she, hold your, hold your she messed up and she had to give it to Scuba and Scuba no. goes. This I, is a winner. Yeah, I, I knew that's it okay. was a winner. I asked for him to help me. That's why we had to double check. He's I said for help. I'll take it. Yeah. Scuba winner? Uh, no, nothing. Ray? No. Abby? No. Oh my goodness! Only two winners. Two winners? Oh. So we started with six hundred. Eddie, how much did you win? Well, Bobby. If you say fifty, this is way too dramatic. Or a ticket? He yeah, fifty. It's a ticket. Uh. Sorry, I try to stretch it out. If it's, it says it's one in two point six are winners. I'm telling you, they're liars. That ain't it for us. Let, oh, let's sue. A bunch of liars. Amy, seventy-five. So one twenty-five. How much did we spend? Well, fifty hundred. No, I'm saying how many do we scratch? I maybe, can't count that high. Maybe well, we, we go we back. We only have uh, four left because yes. three are the special ones. Oh, oh I want one of the special specials. One. And the three people that get to scratch are me, Lunchbox, and Amy because we spent the most on this. Yeah. So. Well, I'll do the news, and we'll scratch on the end of this. But then we're done. We have no tickets. Oh, but, yeah, we, but we have yeah. winners, so we can probably... We have 125. But now I'm addicted, so... Yeah. Have a number you can call. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah look in the back. Yeah, have a number you can call. <laughs> it feels special. Uh, be sure to get Mike your losers so he can check them and also miss it, too. <laughs> I'll take He's that. done that. All right, there you go. We're going to go do the news. Ray, are you ready for the news? Let's go. Bobby's Big Stories. Well, well, well. If you're sad, maybe it's because you're this age. Because there is a saddest age. If you're in your late 40s, there's a good chance you're not as happy as you used to be. Research has determined that 47 is the saddest age. 47. Economists examined the data from 132 countries and discovered happiness was a U-shaped trend... So you're happy as you get older, slowly more unhappy, unhappy. Then you get happier again as you get way older. And 47 is the low point of the U. What do we want? Like, why, why, why are we not happy? Like, what is it that we want? Because at 47, you're still working. You realize your life is more than half over. And it's like, man, what do I have to live for? <laughs> I don't know that it's that drastic. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I think at 47... You're probably well into your career and maybe for a lot of folks, because we all have big dreams. Maybe you haven't gotten to that point. Got it. And you're beyond the point of actually having enough runway to get there. Oh, you realize you're not going to reach it. I get it. Or maybe it's tough. your kids are rotten. That's on you, though, you know? Yeah. Well, a lot of of it's on you. I mean, in the end, it's all on you. That's Eh. true. So, but that's from bottomline.org. What was that grunt for? Well... Children sometimes have a they have a mind of their own. Amen. I'm not. I, I'm just saying <laughs> some things. Like I don't yeah. think you could say. Well, that's but I don't think it's a, okay. Sure. Yeah. Some, some certain children that have minds of their own. Well, they all do. But <laughs> yes, you know. yes, you know what I mean. Yeah, I know what you mean. Uh, crazed cleaning is an actual thing. If you take to deep cleaning when you're stressed, well, you're not alone. According to researchers, cleaning distracts you from uncomfortable feelings. The cleaning with rage provides an immediate sense of control because you can actually fix something. I feel seen. And then you can make it something better. Yeah. Even you're not making yourself feel better. The most popular rage cleaning activities are scrubbing a floor, vacuuming, and spot cleaning the bathroom. Wow. That's from Penn State University. Uh, I don't rage clean. I think I stress straighten. Oh. Interesting. What is that? What do you straighten? Anything. Straighten the room? Anything. The kitchen, the room, the mm. desk. I stress straighten. And then I will stress de 
Like get rid of stuff? Mm-hmm. Mm, I guess I tire trash. What? Because I just I just lazy and trash everything. Like I just leave trash everywhere. And he tried to do the TT. Yeah, because you did tire stress trash. straighten. So I was trying to do what I do. <laughs> what do you, what do you do? I tire you do trash. What you tried to do what I did. Yeah, do it, yeah, yeah. But or, or, I liked it. It's a good effort. Something though. mess. What could I do? Mess. Uh, mad mess. No, because I don't get mad. I'm That's chill. True. Oh, you're yeah. always mad though. You're always angry. Yeah. Oh. Uh, when dealing with a heavy workload, they say to do this. Experts found if you're busy dealing with a lot to do, it is beneficial. For your productivity, if you want to get more done, actually to take a break. It seems counterintuitive, but it'll go faster in the long run. Researchers found that when people with heavy workloads opted not to take a break, they got even more stress and performed at a lower level. That's from the University of Waterloo, Canada. I would compare that to getting sick here on this show. If you're starting to feel sick, I need you to go home and take care of yourself because if you keep coming in while you're sick, you're never actually going to take the time to get better. You're always going to be run down. It's going to take you three weeks to get back. Or if you take a little time, a day, two days, you come back fresh as a daisy almost. Mm. I say that Amy's struggling still with her voice. Do you are feel you, better though? Are you talking to me? No, I'm talking to me. I mean, Abby was out yesterday. She's back today sick. Lauren, who works in the back room, is out sick today. Lunchbox has his eye is better. His eye, your eye was gross yesterday. I don't know what you're talking about. I I've had, had really bad whatever it is allergies. And you're still kind of suffering from it. But you did miss a day. I, I was glad you did. Yeah, I feel like my voice is just in and out. It, I don't know why it picks and chooses. But I did Mind have, of its own. It's like kids. Uh, mm-hmm. But sometimes I'm <laughs> hesitant to talk. Like I had, you know, lunchboxes, consistent clutter. Mm-hmm. But then I didn't say it. What, what does that mean? Well, you're... Consistent clutter. You're stressed straight. But that's when I'm stressed, I straighten. When he's consistent, he clutters? He's consistently just clutter everywhere. No. no yeah, yeah, I'm glad you didn't say thing. that. You should have just saved your voice on that one. I yeah. think your voice was trying to save you on that yeah, one. Like, yeah, like, it, it, was, it was like Amy. Don't, make you, <laughs> don't say it. <laughs> Let's just hold off and blame it on the voice. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> Pilots are grounded after inviting unauthorized female in the cockpit. Uh-oh. Oh, no. Uh-oh. Here's the thing. That's stupid, but I get it. <laughs> yes. Hey, you want to see the buttons? Yeah, if you got a cool job and you're single. Here, sit right here. Yeah, you. I mean, that's... You want to look at the one dusty clouds? Check this uh, out. Pull back on that. You want to go full throttle? <laughs> Two pilots have been grounded after they reportedly invited a female friend to the cockpit. While many of you have in this room have already made your little joke or your cockpit yes. joke, um, it's not funny and authorities would do oh. look badly upon inviting randoms into the cockpit while it's in the air. Now, they can invite kids. Yeah. When it's on the ground. There aren't any kid terrorists. No, nah, I haven't seen one. Man, of those. I wouldn't risk it. But with when kids. it's on the ground, they'll let kids. Uh, when it's uh, before yeah. it goes up and before it comes out, that's a terrible show, by the way. Kid terrorists. <laughs> See, like Peacock had kids? it for a season. I never watched it. <laughs> so there's ten kids. Yeah. One of them's a terrorist. You got to figure it out. <laughs> terrible show. I was not up for that. <laughs> they asked me to host it, and I was like, it's not for me. Yeah. A chef who was pronounced dead after going missing. Well, ain't dead, and just needed some time. Huh. A chef in New Orleans made a miraculous recovery after being reported missing, then dead, then alive. Oh. His name is Demetric Scott, 47 years old. He went missing on June 10th. Then seen him in two weeks. The next day, Orleans Parish Coroner's Office lets family know that a dead body was found dumped nearby. They thought it was him. So he was missing and it kind of matched. However, reporters gathered near the house to talk to the family. And then they were reporting on the death. And I kid you not, in New Orleans, as the reporters are at the house, Scott just walks up. What's up, guys? Hey, Scott here. Oh, where was he? Well, so where was he? Great question. Scott said, I've been around. I essentially just needed some time for myself. Life caves in on you sometimes, and that's what happened. He went on to say he had no idea people were concerned about him and noted he was truly grateful for the outpouring of concern. Hmm. I felt that. That's got to feel good. But it's like you don't check your DMs. You got away, dude, your for text. two weeks. 
You know people are going to worry about you. If you don't hear from you in two weeks, people are going to be worried. Maybe you think no one cares. Oh, man. Oh, that's, uh, I hope that's not the case. Oh, man. A North Carolina man's lost class ring turns up in West Virginia 50 years later. This story reminds me of Amy. She's still looking for her class ring from Texas A&M. And there's a reward. How much are you giving? Oh, you're giving 500 what are you giving? But why am I Amy said fifty. I just so get, five it's just fifty. Like, I go. I've, when I look at the, I, the end of the month, when I look at my bank statements and other things, I and I, I'm happy to give it away for this ring. I was happy to give it away this morning, but it's like I yeah for this show, I give away so many prizes out of my pocket. We appreciate that. And the listeners, Even, no, just too. to the listener, you I forget about the money I give you guys <laughs> just to play a game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's awesome. What is happening here? Um, a North Carolina man who lost his ring fifty years ago was reunited with the help of West Virginia sheriff's deputies. That's pretty cool. You just get it. That probably means a lot to you. That's from UPI. Which foods are most likely to make you sick? Milk. Uh, sushi. The foods most likely are leafy greens. Oh, equal oh. Deli meats and cheeses. Oh. And then finally, chicken, fruits like peaches and cantaloupe. Oh. All the diseases on them if you don't wash them. What do you do? What are you mouthing? Well, cantaloupe, you have to cut into it. So like... I eat mine like an apple. <laughs> no, 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 it's a great don't. question, Amy. Like, so what... Like, do you... Are you supposed to wash it after you cut the cantaloupe? The only thing I can think of is if you don't, when you slice it with the knife, anything from the outside of the cantaloupe that slices then slices all the way through. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't think much but, about it. I'm glad you did, though. I'm, I, in my brain, I just moved on. Instead of wash my cantaloupe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> ConsumerReports.org has that story. I give you one more. A 17-year-old high school student was actually a 28-year-old woman. <sighs> In a bizarre scenario, straight out of a movie, a 28-year-old woman pretended to be 17 and managed to successfully enroll in a Louisiana high school. Which is pretty cool that she looks 17 still. I mean, it's a bad story. Looks you don't young. want that to happen. But how about her? Look at you. Hey, I told you guys I look younger than Did I am. Did she want to go to school? Or? Well, the masquerade came to an end June 13th when deputies with the St. Charles Parish Sheriff's Office arrested the woman and her 46-year-old mother on fraud charges. What? Quote, on Monday, May 29th, the texts were notified by officials with the St. Charles Parish Public Schools of a possible adult attending the school. School administration received a tip that a female student who was on record as being 17 was in her mid-20s. They began the investigation. Detectives discovered the family used a fraudulent passport and birth certificate to enroll in the school. Mm. That is from Yahoo. It does not give a reason as to why she did it or what she was doing there. So I don't know. So I'm going to make up a couple scenarios. Come on. One, does she go to school to sell drugs? Does she get in and then she has access to a bunch of kids? Because I saw this documentary called... Uh, it had Channing Tatum in it and Joni Hill. Oh, yeah. 21 Jump Street. Yeah, that's yeah. I saw a documentary called 21 Jump Street. Where they, Did they do that? Well, they went in, the cops went in and they acted younger to bust a drug. Oh. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Documentary is real good. <laughs> so good. Yeah. Um, another one is... Boyfriend. Oh, man, she looks 17. I'm telling really? you, I'm looking at her right now. She could pass her 15. Like, I get it when they want to go back and dominate and a play sports. sports. Me too. Yeah, I'd, I'd I, love I, to do I, that. I totally understand I'd go to fourth that. grade right now if but I could. That's not the case here, though. Fourth grade. Imagine me with fourth grade just, rip, just dominating oh, yeah, on the man. basketball court. <laughs> yeah. That'd be awesome. That'd be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, that's, but that's weird and creepy, and that's the news. Thank you. And those were Bobby's Big Stories. All right, we did not win money, but we do have scuba. Amy, okay? <sighs> Thumbs yep. up? Yep. Amy's barreled over. Like, I don't know. Cough, you throwing up? Oh, coughing. Okay. Got it. Yeah, Got as long as you don't throw up, we're good. Oh, you yeah. Don't throw up, throw up. I don't care. No, um, we good. have the three tickets that Scuba Steve said are special tickets. Special tickets, yes. 
So, so me, Lunchbox, and Amy have um, – we're going to scratch them because we put the most money in the pot, and then we'll update you in a second if we won. But we're almost out of money. We started with 2000 and now we're down to 125 Yeah. Okay, we'll scratch them. We'll come back. Wow. That's, that's the first thing. Um, there was also a quarter that was found. It's a 1999 Georgia quarter. It's worth $7,000. How? It's a 1999, which is crazy. Goodness. What? So, yes. It's a Georgia State quarter, $7,000. It was minted in 1999. At the time, it's when they started doing the states, and you could collect all 50 states and put them in your deal. But it I don't know why this Georgia one. It, it appears thicker than normal. It lacks some or all the ridges on the edge, but it's worth $7,000. Now, that being said, Dr. Lori's going to be on tomorrow, PhD in, in antiques and appraising antiques. I have a coin right here that I think, according to the internet, could be worth $10,000. What year is that? 1905. That's oh, ridiculous. that's crazy, dude. I think this 1905 one, according to all my research, is, and I think it's a, a error coin where it's yeah. upside down on one side. Like a, like a, error like a baseball card. card. <laughs> yeah. Like a Fred McGriff with the wrong number on it. You know? <laughs> 19, she's going to be on tomorrow to tell me if I'm right or wrong. This could be a massive coin. Wow. All right. We'll come back in a second. In the next segment, we're going to play Know Your Conspiracy Theory. Oh, boy. This is something you made up? No. Yeah. No, it's their really? own real conspiracy oh, theories. Okay, okay. We're going to do that. And then we're going to talk to Morgan for a second because the guy wants to paint her. Oh, yeah. How much? What? Well, on hold on. We'll come back with all that in a minute. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do find this missing girlfriend and tell her story with the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one like my producer Anna oh my god my friend Dr. Mindy Shapiro hi it's Dr. Shapiro and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner and of course Gail's sister Elaine Katz having no closure it kills you join us as we try to solve a 35 year old cold case It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern-day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. First of all, I love the bit with uh, all your scratch-off tickets. It was very entertaining. Second, Lunchbox is an idiot for getting $50 tickets. If you would have done $20 tickets, you would have more than doubled your chances, at least your odds. So that's just a stupid move to buy $50 tickets. That's it. Thanks. First of all, thank you. We're about to wrap this bit up because we have the final tickets, the good tickets, that scuba have the special tickets. Second of all, do you want to address this comment, Lunchbox? Yeah, you want to call me stupid? You, you did call- go 50 without our permission. Yeah, that was dumb. And now we've lost all the money, and... Are you going to let me respond, or are you going to just... Well, I'm just yeah. saying, you did it without asking anybody. Yeah, yeah, but when you look at it, I looked at the tickets available, and the $50 tickets had four... Uh, $5 million winners out there. They had 10. How do you know? Because Tennessee didn't show that. No, they show it. They don't tell you how many tickets are remaining. They just say how many winners are left. So there may have been more tickets, but the other one, there was no big prizes left. It was like $25,000. I'd love that. Oh, that would be hey. great right now. But there was Compared only like, to us losing all no, our no, money, no. that sounds but pretty But there was good. only like two of those and five $10,000 winners. I'm like, all those. Great. Dang. Congratulations. Uh, let's check on the final tickets. Lunchbox winner. Look, guys, I... Okay. Winner, yes or no? I, I, I just the lottery. I, I thought I was going to retire. I, yeah, just, like, yeah. I had visions that this was it. It was a good run. We were maybe gonna, he's, maybe he's possuming us. Yeah. This could be awesome. Go ahead. And possum, like possum, possum, possum. I looked at it and I scratched one. And it said five million dollars, but it wasn't the matching number. So possum, possum, possum. like it, it said, I need number thirteen. It was number eleven for five million. Okay. There was okay. No, no, no. Did, did you win anything? Oh man. Okay, no. Like are you like Amy. you guys? No. Okay, me either. No. Dead. Oh my goodness. Mike, can we take mine just to look at it though? Yeah, somebody jump, jump, jump. Like, you realize how much I put into this, and it just. Yeah, We've gone me. from 2000 to how much? 125 Yeah. $125? And do you realize out of all the tickets, we have not had anybody win more than 100 bucks? Yeah. Yep. That's we should crazy. figure out how many tickets we've actually scratched. Scratched. You still have $25 ticket left, right? $25. Yeah, this random one. Yeah, yeah, I was yeah. going to keep a secret and scratch it in a minute and reveal everybody, but thank you oh, for that. Sorry, yeah. Sorry. Appreciate that, buddy. Are you trying, you, you guys trying to steal it or what, Scuba? Thanks, Scuba. What yeah. if that's it? Yeah, it that's could be. It. That could be the one. That was going to be the whole bit, but you know what? <clears throat> no, no. Screw a bit is no, what no. I say. Hey. All right, we're going to play Jordan Davis. Uh, we're going to come back. I'm going to scratch the final $25 ticket okay. that Scuba bought. Mega. Without our permission. No, you did it all without our permission. All right, <laughs> back in a second. <laughs> Hi, Bobby. Morning, studio. I was just calling because I recently got 
my full bar drink covered and my friends because I was wearing a Pimp and Joy shirt after wearing it for the first time. So I wanted to give a shout out to not only Pimp and Joy and the studio, but also just Visalia, California, because we don't get a lot of love. So thank you very much. Well, love to you guys of Visalia, California. Thank you for sharing that story. And I will say this up on our website now, bobbybones.com. You can still get in. We're building a home for a hero. We are right at that $100,000 line. Anything that you buy that's Pimp and Joy, we don't keep any of the money. And it goes to build this hero a home. He served 70 surgeries. He was hit by an IED. We're raising that money and you can still get it today. If you buy it today, you'll get it by July 4th because it's a whole line of patriotic Pimp and Joy. And who knows, you may get your bar tab paid for. Ooh, that's yeah. awesome. While helping out somebody. Wow, man. Speak to the it. quality of it. Oh, it's so good. Quality of the drink that you're well, going to no, get? No, no, no. Oh, the shirt. The show. Oh, it's the best <laughs> shirt I ever put on. I put on the shirt, and I remember it touching my skin. What? Yeah. It felt like, and I've never done Molly, but that's what it felt like. Wow. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was I like, oh, I feel so good. No, but I do see questions because people, because it's a shirt that we're donating money towards. Oh, so it seems like a charity shirt, shirt yeah, but it's, it's not, like. It's not crap. High quality stuff. High quality H2O. <laughs> it's a high quality H2O. Uh, yeah, no, get the shirt. Bobbybones.com. Get in on that. I want to do Know Your Conspiracy. Come on. So I'm going to read you some of these very famous conspiracies. I want you to give me. There's no chance, there's some chance, or the other level is probable to yes, okay? Okay. The first one is the moon landing hoax theory. This theory suggests that the United States faked the Apollo moon landings in the late 1960s. Believers argue that the landings were staged on a movie set to gain an advantage over the Soviet Union because the Russian space race was such a big part of the culture and what was happening. So... No chance, middle chance, probably. Amy. No chance. I used to think no chance. I go middle chance now. The more I learn about it and how competitive it was, I'm going to go 49%. I, I'm going to still go 51 that it was real. That's good. But also you look at these, how in 1969, 1968, 1967, can they send somebody to the moon and a freaking Bronco breaks down every four days now. Mm-hmm. And they're like, no, we fixed it. New parts. But we're going to send somebody to space. So I still think it happened, but I do see why we'd screw with everybody and be like, we already got it. We won. We're the best. Lunchbox? Zero chance. Eddie? I mean, there's pictures. There's oh, some. Oh, yeah. They can make that It's a up. movie set. That's what they said. Okay. Well, yeah. This fine. is Hollywood movie set. I would say there's some chance. I'm with you right in the middle. Yeah. I never thought it was, but the more I read about the time and how competitive it was, that I think we'll do anything. The country will do anything. To, how lucky those three astronauts, ahead. though, you know? like They went if, to the moon. But if they really didn't go? But how in the how in the 60s are they sending a, a rocket to the moon? Our technology was... We, we didn't have analog brakes then, guys. But they still had true. airplanes then, so... Cruise control, not a thing. Airplanes and rocket ships, a lot different. But I still think it happened, but I now just feel like there's a little more chance... Eddie, what was it, it like didn't. back then? Like I wasn't alive. I wasn't alive. Yeah. Stop it, guys. I like wasn't that. alive back then. Flat Earth. Oh, gosh. This theory asserts that Earth is flat rather than spherical, despite extensive scientific evidence supporting the round Earth model. Flat Earthers claim that space agencies, governments, and scientists are involved in a global conspiracy to conceal the true shape of the Earth. I'm going no chance. Now, do I think that we're a perfect circle, like a globe? No. Oh, really? But are we spherical and round? Yeah. Hmm. Huh. 
but we're not flat. And they're like, well, look, how come a flight never flies from this part of New Zealand over to this part of, well, because there are probably enough people to get on the freaking plane to go there. Or no airport. Duh. But also pilots have to do something. I, I can't remember what it is. I can text to find out. But Your ex-husband? Yeah, you guys still cool like that? Weird to, yeah, don't yeah, do that. You can text him for like a bit. And be we like, talk all the time. Yeah, but you can text him for like a bit and be like, hey, when you're flying. Yes, and there is something, there's like a d- certain degree, I don't know what it's called, but they have to, they, they have to count, account for it when they're flying, the uh, curvature. Yes, the, it's curvature is a real thing. Yeah, yeah, Everybody believes this is no chance, right? No yeah, chance. No chance. I, I wasn't even going to put this on rejected segments, but because it was brought up, Lunchbox sent me a bit oh, idea God. last night. Okay. And I wasn't even going to bring it up in rejected segments because it was so ridiculous. It was the one about shit. Who no, got, no, it's good. Who got the? the, the yeah. Like, can yeah. We, it's a game. Okay. okay. We're not going to do it. We're not going to do the bit, but I just want you to hear. Who got the up. what? Mm, exactly. That's so. the game. Amy, we play who got the blank in the divorce. We go around the room and we, <laughs> we ask. pick something. Yeah, we ask Amy different <laughs> items around the house. Well, I could take who, y'all on a tour of my house. Who right got now it like, in the divorce? Half like, of it's empty. Yeah. No, like literally. all the right side of her house is completely empty and the left side is still as is. Like oh, Amy, man. let's play for round one, for example. I know that y'all. I don't want to play this game. Do what? I know y'all Amy. are joking, but it's no, no, no. true. It's true. Who got the dog in the divorce? Oh, I saw your dog had like a weird tail. What? She broke her tail. I I don't know. It's weird. But she got the dog because it's at her house. Well, it the dog oh. will be uh, split custody. Fifty fifty. Wow. How about that? See, that's something you wouldn't have known. That's when, why we play the game. One more round. When the kids are at his house, the dog will go. Oh, the dog goes with the kids. Yep. So you're telling me you have a week at a time with no dog and no kids? This girl's gone wild. But but no, I have my cat. Oh, so no, he doesn't want anything to do with the cat? He, no. Oh wow, cat, cat's okay. on me. Hey, but not a bad game. We learned see? something. Yeah, yeah. Not you got game. what? Yeah, I do. What? Oh gosh, your car. Uh, I we divided cars. You cut it in half. Wow, chainsaw. Hey. <laughs> Who got the front half? Or did you guys have to sell both your cars and get new ones? No, it. Listen, there's things like huh. y'all would be shocked how much you have to go through when you've shared 15 years with someone. You're such like, a great sport for even humoring us in this game. I know. I just want to let you know it that is. right now yeah. that I'm looking at you and right. I'm going, you don't have to do this, but you're such a great sport. Go ahead. But I'm, I know there's other listeners that are in this and they know how down, like down to the, you know, crossing the T's and dotting the I's it can get. And it's like uh, credit card points. Think about that. You guys had to split that? Split credit card points. So some are airline miles. Wow. Like I literally had an email about this the other day. It's like, okay, how about Ben keeps the airline mile points from whatever, American Express or whatever. And then I get the uh, Chase ones or uh, something. And it was like, okay, deal. You know, I mean, it just like was because I, I don't really you have fly. to pay a lawyer to do that. So that's time they spend writing it out. I don't really fly Delta, so it made more sense for me. Yeah. And so now I got some wow. points. Oh, this is that's a crazy. great one. But but that's that's the specifics of how it get. Like it, it literally is like, okay, well, what about that chair? Yeah, this is such a dumb game. Do another one. Yeah, Amy, <laughs> I hate this game. Do another one. Who got the bed? In the divorce. Oh, that's a good question. I would imagine this. He did. Oh, <gasps> see, he took see, your buddy? bed. That's what I'm saying. You have no idea, man. The bed this you sleep in. Oh, <laughs> also, but then what a game! I went to mattress firm and <laughs> I got what a game in his own game, but it is pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> I went to mattress firm and mm. got a new bed. Uh, my room, the way the room I'm staying in is, it could fit a bigger bed. 
and then at his house, it just made more sense. Like the way we tried to do everything logically. Mm-hmm. But obviously it's emotional and when emotion comes in, logic goes out the window. Amen. So that's why we have uh, third parties to mm-hmm. help or eeny, meeny, miny, mo. Never a good game because you know how it's going to end. What? Eeny, meeny, miny, mo. Well, y'all are going to die of oh, yeah, what is was... happening right now. Oh, what? No. Wait, who got what? Let's go. How are you? How are you tease us with that and then go no and then wave your hands in the air? Also, can we come up with a new name for what? Divorce? No, no. It is what it is. For the Amy. game? Who got Uncoupling? the play? Oh, conscious. Who wins? Who wins the prize? I don't know. No, no. For his his name, like I don't like ex husband. How about uh, that dude? <laughs> you s- yeah. To- We'll have to think about this because we can do it. We have to formally claim that's it, though. Homie. Like way back in the day in 2006 when I first started dating him, for years people only knew him as Air Force Guy because that's the nickname you gave him. Yeah, we have to like reestablish it, though, for listeners who can't just hear us say it once and then know. I understand. Yeah, like reverse husband. Oh. Okay, that's better. Or old (laughs) news. No. (laughs) Old news. He's still very much a part of my life and obviously the father to my children. And, and the fact that you can just text them about a bit and be like, hey, is the earth round? That's crazy. That's pretty cool. Well, no, we're very, we talk, we're, we get along well. Of course, there's moments for sure. I'm not painting it like it's all, per- like any relationship. Yeah. Um, Ray's but, telling me we have one minute. Okay. Who got the couch? Who got the couch? Yeah. <laughs> he did. Oh, oh my God. Do you have anything? You did you win have? anything? I swear. Did you win anything outright? Who got the TVs? Uh, let's see. Who got uh, the he, biggest he got, TV? He, he did. Oh my god! And it dropped. When do you get our new lawyer? Man, you know I what have the other guys, ones. This game. It's not. It, it wasn't about legal. The lawyers didn't decide this. We did. Mm-hmm. You just said take everything. No. Take my TV. <laughs> and take my couch. And take my dog half the time. No, I have other stuff. It's. What'd you win? What was your big win? Well, I'm in the house. I keep the house. Boom. Dang. That's what we're talking about. So he got the Jeep. She got the palace. Mm-hmm. And okay. you didn't care what the judge had to tell uh, y'all. Yes. <laughs> what song is that? You went to the Big D and Don't Mean Dallas. Oh, yeah. I'm going to the, the Big D and Don't Mean yeah. Dallas. So, yeah. I, again. Okay, we have to go. Who got the therapist? Great question if they shared one. Well, we oh, wow, no wow, longer wow. have to go to our couples. Great like, answer because you're not together. <laughs> okay. Right. We have to go. We'll get back to this bit at some oh, point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Amy, thank you for it. That was, that's really cool of you to do we'll that. We'll do another round. No, we can not do that round, but it's, it's good. Who knows? Maybe well, we'll get to the, it There's the thing that is really complicating things that I was going to say. We'll, we'll get to another time. Ray's telling me I have to go. Okay. Okay. Thank you, Ray. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from Toledo, Ohio. Two women walked into a Wendy's and went up to the counter and they said, I will take a number one. I'll take a chicken sandwich with cheese and two Frosties. They get the order. Chicken sandwich doesn't have cheese. So the lady took the Frosties, threw them at the employees, knocked the cookie display over. (laughs) That's next level. Tried to punch her and said, give me the money out of the register. What? Wait, all the robbery? back. Yeah, all of it. No, all the money. So, so it they, turned into a robbery. Yeah. The fact that she didn't get cheese, it escalated and turned to a robbery. Yes. Wow. It says, customers assault and try to rob Wendy's after no cheese on their chicken sandwich. So they had no intention of robbing the store until if they had got their cheese. Correct. They went in, look, Betty, if we get the cheese, we're all good. <laughs> but if for some reason it ain't there, we're going hard. Got it? Got it. 
I've never heard of that happening where they decided to rob it in the middle of it because of something so inconsequential as no cheese. Either have I, because they were going to sit down and eat. Oh, they had gone to sit oh down. Oh, my God. <laughs> and they came back when the cheese wasn't there, and they came back up to the counter. Well. Is, it, is the provolone there, Betty? It's not. You know what to do. <laughs> Here we go. Put the mask on. <laughs> I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. Very excited about tomorrow's show because old Philip Phillips will be on. Yes. I, that song, Home, when it sh- comes on at the end of a TV show, I don't care. I'm like, this was a good show. Like something happens and it's like, I'm going to make this place your home. He's coming in tomorrow. I met him about a month ago playing pickleball. Way too good of a pickleball player to be an artist. (laughs) Really? He's so good. It's so annoying. I thought he was a professional. So I like the guy. He doesn't live here, so he's coming to town. But Philip Phillips will be on tomorrow. Also, that coin that I have right here. That I found that I think yeah. is worth ten thousand dollars. We're gonna have Dr. Lori on to tell me if it's worth ten thousand. Our luck has not been good with no, no, not recently. Not with things that we have that we think are valuable, <laughs> or just making money. Yeah, or just making <laughs> right. money. That's true. So glad you guys are here. Also, check out the new Audible original called Breakthrough. There are celebrity judges: Kelly Rowland, Sarah Bareilles. And the host is David Diggs. It's an audio-only series that's five undiscovered musicians. They're battling through a series of singing and songwriting challenges. And I do want to play this clip where Kelly Rowland talks to one of the contestants about hearing her song for the first time. Oh, how does it feel, Jonna, since you just heard it? <laughs> oh, a relief. Look, we took a chance, for real. <laughs> well, you we know what? What's the point of doing it if you don't? Exactly. Exactly. You made it your own. Obviously, you're a great singer and you can, you know, emulate something. But this Thank is you. more of a discovery. And so mm-hmm. now we get uh-huh. to see how this song lives on you and your creativity and your imagination. Pretty cool. It's audio only. Because who wants to look at people anyway? Yeah. You know? It's overrated. That's all right. I just want to listen. Like, I want to go and be able to do something while I'm listening, you Uh know? So join Kelly, Sarah, and David on a musical journey unlike anything you ever heard before. Listen to Breakthrough on Audible or wherever you get your podcasts. More info at audible.com slash breakthrough. Now, check that out. We'll see you tomorrow. Big show tomorrow. I don't know. Go out. Smile at somebody. Oh, that'd be cool. But not too hard and too long. Oh, right, right. Because that'd be creepy. creepy. (laughs) Yes. All right. See you guys tomorrow. Bye, everybody. The Bobby Bones Show. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, love at, at first, first listen. listen. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place 
for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. That's right. 